Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Kim Mulkey got the 600 wins faster than any Division I coach ever. Three times she's won the NCAA championship and numerous accolades along the way. And Kim Mulkey, the Baylor head coach, joins this class of 2020 as Rebecca Lobo is with me now. We are pleased to be joined by the head coach at Baylor, Kim Mulkey. It's sort of, you know, Kim, repeat is perfect because you've got one thing that no one else in this class has. You won a championship as a player. You won one as an assistant coach. You've won it as a head coach. And now you're a Hall of Famer. What, is, what does this news mean to you? Well, the first thing is I'm very emotional uh, with what's going on in our country right now. You don't really know, should you celebrate, should you not celebrate? But Reese, I was blessed to play with some of the greatest players in the history of the game at Louisiana Tech. I was blessed to play against some of the greatest players in the history of the game uh, at USC in different different um, programs. And then uh, to coach them at Louisiana Tech as an assistant, learn from the best in the business, and then uh, take my own program 20 years later. And uh, we've been very fortunate to win a lot of championships. So I've been blessed. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Come a long way since uh, Tickfa, Louisiana. How do you think the <laughs> people back there are celebrating this news? Well, I hope they are. You know, my home state of Louisiana is suffering right now, and uh, we should be, or I say we should be, we would, we're hoping we would be in New Orleans at the Final Four right now, but uh, it's, it's not meant to be. The main thing is I want them to stay safe and do what they're asked to do and, and just ask God to take care of them. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Glad you're with us. John Morris sheltered in at home here in uh, in Hewitt. Front study, I've uh, kind of taken over as our studio. And Q is in the studio making things work for us. Q, good morning to you. Hope you had a uh, safe weekend sheltering in. And how are you this morning? I'm doing really, really well. And the good thing about the weekend is I did not have to make a business decision. I was able to uh, go ahead and get my hair cut, get my, uh, my face cleaned up. So I'm good to go. So this will be a good week now moving forward. <laughs> That's good. That was going to be my next question is uh, where do we stand on the haircut issue? <laughs> Yes, it finally was uh, taken care of. Uh, I had a, a special uh, a barber come over and take care of it on Saturday oh, nice. night. So, uh, yeah, he made a house call for me. So we were good to go. Very nice. Well, another uh, national crisis averted there. So <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> that is good news. Uh, I ran into maybe I shouldn't say this. Well, I won't say his name. I ran into somebody at the store yesterday at H E B, and my first thought was, "Man, you need a haircut." <laughs> <laughs> it's serious. It's real. It's yeah. real stuff right there. You know, yeah. people need haircuts these days. Oh man, tell me about our dog. We our dog had an appointment. You know, to be groomed and in his haircut probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So he's that far past due already. So I know that's minor on the scale of uh, things that are going on right now, but kind of does affect everybody. 
Yeah, no, it, it really does. I mean, it's it's funny, and, and I was actually uh, telling the guy that was cutting my hair, I said, man, it's the little things that you don't really think yeah. about until all of a sudden it's kind of taken away from you, and you can't just walk into a barbershop and get your hair cut whenever you want. All of a sudden you have to realize that uh, it's, it's a different ball game. So, it's, it's again, it's really small things that we really just kind of gloss over and don't really think about and then, until we need it. And then, and then it's like, man, it sure would be nice to go get a haircut today. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Well, you heard uh, Coach Kim Mulkey in the open. Uh, Reese Davis from ESPN had her on uh, Saturday. What a, what a fun deal that was on Saturday with the announcement of the class for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. And Coach Kim Mulkey is in that class. I'm sure everyone knows that by now. Uh, one of eight members in the class of 2020. And you could tell in, in Coach Mulkey's voice, uh, and we'll hear part of the press conference uh, coming up in a bit here in the 9 a.m. hour, but you could tell she was really emotional about that when she got the news on Saturday. Yeah, she really was. And I, I thought, uh, oh, man, she's about to break down and cry. And I, and I think that that she almost did, but she caught herself, and uh, you know she she's really you know she's a tough she's a tough coach anyway, where she doesn't really want to be too emotional, but you could also tell that it really uh, you know it was emotional to her. Uh, she had that opportunity to get into the Hall of Fame a couple years ago and and didn't get it, and so for her to get it on Saturday it was really really a great uh, great moment for her, and and like you said, emotional having her family around her as well. So yeah, I, I can see it though, I can see it in her face and hear it in her voice that uh, it was close. The tears were close. Exactly. And I think more emotional because of what we're going. And she said this, what yeah. we're all going through right now here in this uh, in the country and, and in the world uh, with the pandemic and everybody sheltered in. I think that just kind of has those emotions real close to the surface. Uh, and Coach Mulkey, I mean, don't don't let her fool you. You probably know this. She's uh, well, she's been described as being like a jelly bean. She's uh, <laughs> hard on the outside, but really soft on the inside. Right. And uh, and I think that's pretty accurate. And I, I think you know you you should be emotional when you get news like that. Man, you're in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. That is a huge honor. Yeah, no, it really is. And so uh, yeah, just, I, I was really happy for. Her. Definitely was tuned into uh, ESPN when they made the announcement and had a good feeling. That she was going to make it in but when it was just official it's almost one of those sighs of reliefs and, and so I'm sure she uh, felt the same way as well because I mean that's something that you know she's been aiming for she's been looking for it and she's been a, a, a finalist and hasn't made it in and so uh, yeah just one of those really good moments for her and, and you want to celebrate and she mentioned it that you really want to celebrate it but at the same time like you mentioned with right. all the things going on in the, in the world these days it's kind of hard to celebrate a, a personal accomplishment. Well, and that's true, and it's fun to see, you know, how people helped her celebrate or celebrated, you know, yes. it, kind of from a distance. Uh, you probably saw some video of folks who, who may, had a parade around her house. You know, didn't come to her house, but just by her house and honking their horns and uh, signs out in her front yard of her house here. So that was really, really fun and really cool to see the uh, the reaction of uh, Baylor folks and just, uh, you know, Kim Mulkey uh, fans that are here in Central Texas, you know, that found a way to celebrate appropriately yeah i thought the parade was really really cool when i saw that video i thought man that was a good idea wherever that idea originated whoever came up with that originally that was that was a pretty stinking cool idea and so when it when it showed the video or when i saw the video on twitter uh, i thought man okay they did that and so you could see she was pretty uh, emotional at that moment as well and how about the class q uh Man. man she is part of a a a Top-notch class. I don't know how this would rank in years past, 
but you've got Kobe Bryant, you've got Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Rudy Tomjanovich, Eddie Sutton is in, and that's mm-hmm. that's cool to see. Coach Sutton, uh, of course, spent some time in the uh, Big Twelve Conference and uh, in the SEC con. SC, um, sorry, the uh, Southwest Conference uh, during his days at Arkansas. So really neat to see him get in and others. But what a uh, huge Tamika Catchings! Uh, what a huge class it is. It really is. And I think uh, Reese Davis and uh, and Jay Billis and company had said that they felt like it was probably one of the best classes you know in, in a long time, if not ever. And I, I think Coach Mulkey even agreed that yeah, it doesn't get much better. Especially, I mean, you have Kim, uh, you have uh, you have Kobe Bryant, you have Tim Duncan, and you have Kevin Garnett off the top. And then we all know the the tragedy that happened to C- Kobe Bryant. So right. it just kind of makes it a, a little bit more special as well but yeah I mean it, it doesn't get too much better than those guys that's great Barbara Stevens uh, part of the yep. class also at division two uh, coach in FIBA executive Patrick Ballman and that's the class of eight that is headed into the uh, uh, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame now ceremonies are in place for eight, uh, August 28th 29th in uh, Springfield Massachusetts and certainly I think the way they say it uh, uh, is there there are plans for ceremonies right. you know in late August, and hopefully that 'll take place uh, but right now, maybe a little bit tentative, but hopefully by then you know things are back to a somewhat state of uh, normalcy, and they 'll be able to have these uh, enshrinement ceremonies in august yeah that 's just the question you know you, you just don 't know you want to make plans, you want to say, okay, this is going to be able to to go off without a hitch at this certain point, but you really don 't know so again, it sounds like it 's pushed off far enough you know it 's far enough out, right. but then at the same time. We, we really don't know, so it's just wait and see. Yeah, really cool. So congratulations to Coach Kim Mulkey and uh, and her staff and uh, and the program as a whole. I mean, this is uh, Coach Mulkey going in, but, man, isn't it an honor for her staff, everyone that's worked with her through the years, and just the program, you know, and mm-hmm. Baylor. I mean, it's a huge boost for Baylor. Uh, my thought was, is she the first Baylor person to go into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame and uh, kind of ran it by uh, uh, Kyle Robarts with Athletic Communications. And there's a couple of other ties. Uh, Leon Barmore is in the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he spent a few years here as an assistant coach. But he was already in the Hall of Fame even before his time here. So you would say, you know, yes, he he was here at Baylor for a short time, but really in the Hall of Fame because of his uh, coaching at Louisiana Tech. And then uh, Jody Conrad is in the National Basketball Hall of Fame, and she played basketball here at Baylor. And I don't know if they make a distinction. I think they might, you know, whether you're in as a player or in as a coach. I'm not positive about that, but certainly Coach Conrad uh, was a was a good player when she was here at Baylor, but she got in the Hall of Fame because of her uh, coaching skills, most uh, obviously at the University of Texas. So, you know, yeah, I think you could say pretty safely that Coach Mulkey is the first, you know, f- real Baylor uh, person, Baylor uh, representative in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, especially with the years that, that Coach Mulkey has at Baylor. So, I mean, right. she, she's the she's the longest running uh, Baylor alum, or not Baylor alum, but Baylor coach there for sure. <laughs> so, great honor for Coach Mulkey. And, uh, again, we'll hear from 
her coming up uh, part of the press conference from Saturday. We'll have that for you coming up in just a few minutes, kind of a wide-ranging uh, portion of the press conference. Not the whole thing because it, it lasted pretty long. There were a lot of questions for her, uh, and she answered every one of them. But we'll have a portion of that coming up. And as Q mentioned in his sports center, Coach Mulkey will be on this afternoon at 430 with Matt Mosley. So uh, you can look forward to that later this afternoon. Yeah, All right, we're off and running. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show, sheltered in here in the front study of our home in Hewitt. Q in the studio. We're brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Madison, the snapper. Wetzel the holder. The kick is away by Mayers. The kick is good. He hits it from 52 yards out. John Mayers from 52, and the game is tied at nine with 36 seconds remaining. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Wake up, wake go. It's your financial update with the team from Lovett & Associates. Today we're here with Eric Lovett and Jeremy Mosick. Eric, many investors are familiar with the traditional financial model of asset allocation, but most are not familiar with the model that's more appropriate to get us through retirement, income allocation. Simply stated, income allocation is designating a portion of your assets to provide for your retirement income and then actually forming a plan to know exactly how this money will accomplish producing that income. It is a reason you saved. Putting in place a precise plan that gives you the confidence to retire. Jeremy, why is having an income allocation a specific advantage over the traditional accumulation and growth model? Income allocation sets forth a written structure to help meet income needs that we may have in retirement. When you've worked for 30, 40 years and you've accumulated this lump sum and you don't have a strategy for taking an income from it, that can lead you to deplete that a lot quicker than you might think. An income allocation plan is very important because we need to know how much we need in retirement, and what is the most efficient way to generate that income using everything that we've worked so hard to save for. The paycheck is really the bottom line. That is your income plan prior to retirement. You know, your paycheck is what you look forward to and how much is going into your 401k is the secondary thought. And that's what we want to help people do every single day is recreate that sustainable, predictable income in retirement and also take the risk of running out of money off the table. For your complimentary income allocation strategy design or to request your copy of the authoritative book, Income Allocation, pick up the phone and give Lovett and Associates a call. 254 That's 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions, and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle and we can drive you straight home. In addition, 
Every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. John Morris Show on this Monday morning, brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center. You know they're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're also on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. They have uh, right now over 14 Quest pontoons in stock. Powered by Mercury Outboards, rebates from $500 to $750. So check that out on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And that is Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. Back with us, John Morris and uh, Q in the studio. Uh, okay, so uh, Q, give us a sense of uh, uh, how, how many people are moving around the station there. Again, is it uh, short staff? Not not many people in the building at all. Yeah, it's a very short staff again. Matter of fact, uh, it looks like there's only a couple of us. Looks like there's me, Dustin, and Mike. Yeah, there's only three of us in the, in the back studios here, wow. so uh, even Steven's not here yet, and usually he rolls in about this time, about 9 o'clock, so even he's not here quite yet but he'll be here in a little while well that's good he, he wanted to listen to us is what he's doing he's listening to us and then then he'll get there and you know begin work for the day right <laughs> i'm sure that's what it is uh but uh short staffs uh you know uh again sheltering in is the best thing we can do right now and uh and this is the week you know the the all the experts are pointing toward uh, this is the week that is sort of a, you know, it's been described as a Pearl Harbor week as, you know, the uh, uh, maybe the worst week of the pandemic as it reaches the apex of, uh, you know, this curve that everybody talks about. So, uh, you know, uh, let's all do our part to uh, to get past that. And, uh, you know, staying in and staying home as much as we can is a big part of what we can all do right now. Yeah, it's really all we can do. I mean, again, it, it's so it's kind of fluid situation where we really don't know what direction it's going. But like you said, this week is supposed to be a big week. So, I mean, just really, uh, if you could do anything, stay at home and, and, and do the most you can from home. Yeah, and uh, shout out again to uh, first responders who are, you know, on the front lines with all of this and medical personnel. Uh, we've got a daughter who's a, a nurse at Hillcrest, mm. and, uh, you know, they're they're working and working through all of this. Uh, they had, uh, I think I'm okay saying this, 
publicly. They had their first uh, uh, baby born last week. Uh, Maddie works in labor and delivery. They had their first baby born last week with the coronavirus. Oh, wow. And the mom had been tested and tested negative, but the baby was born and tested positive. So they retested the mom, and sure enough, she did have that. And and so the baby has to go into isolation for, uh, I think, two weeks. I think that's what it is. Um, so imagine that a mom having a baby and you can't even hold her, right. you know, for two weeks after she's born. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be tough. And then of course it's a, it's a baby on top of that, you know? And so it's a, right, a, a right. little, a very, very little person that, uh, you know, is going to have to do just kind of get into life in a, in a different style than, uh, than yeah. you know, most babies have to do. And, and our, uh, it's going to, that's going to just be a, wow, that's a different situation, man. That's, that's, that's tough. Yeah, pray for those folks, uh, again, going through that. And, again, our, our health care personnel uh, who are right in the middle of this. I mean, they can't just uh, – they can't shelter at home. You know, mm-hmm. they can't stay in. Uh, they're there helping other people. So keep them in their, your thoughts and prayers. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, uh, let you hear part of the press conference from Saturday with Coach Kim Mulkey as she was elected to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Huge honor for Coach Mulkey. We'll let you hear her reaction and have that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. And we'll be back right after this. Recently on the John Morris Show. I doubt the more I watch this thing unfold, I don't know that I will ever have that locker room visit and closure because uh, you've got seniors who will move on with their professional careers at some point, but then again, will their professional careers be put on hold? When will they be allowed back on campus? You know, they're used to being in summer school and working out, and it may be that they're not here until the fall. So I don't know. You know, you've got high school seniors that are wanting to come to summer school and you're having to deal with that that situation and tell them, I don't know when I'll see you guys either. So it's just a lot of uncertainty, and uh, we understand that there are bigger things going on in our world, but um, that's our world, you know. That's, that's the world we live in, and that's the one I deal with. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. On Saturday, Baylor Lady Bears head coach Kim Mulkey was announced as a member of the 2020 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. On the media conference call following, she talked about her initial reaction to the news when she got the call. The initial reaction when John DeLiva called me, I was very emotional. I really didn't talk. 
I think he could tell that I was about to cry. And so I stepped outside and it was raining, which made it even worse because it was just kind of, I wanted to celebrate because those are tears of joy. And yet at the same time, I kept thinking about what's going on in our country and our world right now. Coach Bokey will be a guest today, this afternoon at 4.30 on the Matt Mosley Show. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, each inductee gets to have someone um, introduce them to the Hall of Fame. Who is the person that you are going to choose to present you? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Um, You know, I would say Leon Barmore, but you got to understand, Coach Barmore doesn't like to fly. And he's retired, and I can hear him now. Kim, you know I would love to do it, but that's a long way to fly. Uh, Probably after that, I would think of my children, uh, Kramer and Mackenzie. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Baylor women's coach Kim Mulkey from Saturday, part of the uh, announcement Saturday that she is a member of the class of 2020 for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Great honor for Coach Kim Mulkey. Following that, uh, or a little bit later in the afternoon on Saturday, the parade had, uh, I think, already gone by her house on Saturday morning. And then she uh, did a Zoom media conference with the media. I want you to uh, listen to that and hear her thoughts on being selected to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Kim, I guess just initial thoughts, uh, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, as a coach, you know, and I was thinking, ironically, that's you never had any plans to be a coach. The initial reaction when John DeLeva um, called me yesterday, um, I was very emotional. I really didn't talk. I think he could tell that I was about to cry. And so I stepped outside and it was raining, which made it even worse because great, because those are tears of joy. And yet at the same time, I kept thinking about what's going on in our country and our world right now. And so mainly I just listened to everything he told me on what to expect today and um, who was going to call me to set up the FaceTime and all the television stuff. Reflecting on it now, um, certainly you're right, Jerry. I was never going to be a coach. I've said it many times. I was talked into coaching by the former president at Louisiana Tech, F.J. Taylor, and Coach Leon Barmore. And I guess those guys saw something in me and knew I needed to be doing this more than I realized. And so here I am 20 years later at Baylor and 35 years later, um, coaching and it's a profession that um, has the highest of highs the lowest of lows uh, but um, it has just been a perfect fit for me you know um, anybody will tell you this is the granddaddy of them all and to even be considered is an honor but to be inducted uh, with this particular class and all the accomplishments Uh, is very special. I think this year, not only do you have an unbelievable class, 
with the accomplishments in basketball, but you also have a very, um, I don't even have the right adjective to use. You have a very unique situation with the death of Kobe Bryant and then the suffering that's going on in the world and in our country right now. So um, it's just, um, I want to smile and I am smiling. I want to be happy and I am happy. But at the same time, I want to also keep perspective right now and let's all do our part and, uh, and let's all, all get this world back on track and our country back on track. Yeah, Kim, uh, congratulations. It's very, very exciting. Uh, and I know it's overwhelming. I mean, it's, it's a long time coming, but obviously well-deserved. Do you, uh, do you have players over the years that are flooding into your mind, even going back to Louisiana Tech? What are those? I've just, you know, your relationships with players have been sort of first and foremost over the years. What are those thoughts like right now? Well, I think the first thing that you think of uh, when you when you receive a phone call like that is you're you're very humbled, and um, then immediately you think, how did I get to this point? And you start thinking of the Jay Taylors, the Leon Barmores. You start thinking of all the great players you played with, the great players you played against, and then as you become your own head coach. Um, or you become a head coach, you you absolutely think of every kid that played for you. And it's not just the kids who are all Americans. I can tell you so many wonderful stories about role players and players who um, accepted me as their coach, even when I might not have been a very good coach that day. And, um, you know, they they are responsible for any recognition, any Hall of Fame that you receive as a coach. And that's much different than when you're a player being inducted. Um, as a coach, we're only as good as those kids. And um, I've had a, a, an unbelievable um, sense of um, understanding on what each one of those kids meant to me in this program from the time that we tried to build this thing after we inherited a program that only had won seven games the year before and how we couldn't get in those doors and how we were rejected and turned down and how we had to really work hard and, and, and get players to buy into something that we couldn't sell. We didn't have much to sell. And so what did we do? We sold Kim Malty and uh, they believed in me and, and, and what they thought this program could become. And then you start thinking about the players who benefited later from those players who helped build it. And you think about those championships um, that, that we won and we don't win those championships without players in my early, in the early stages of my head coaching career at Baylor, that those players had not taken a chance on me. And then you start thinking about those players that come that could have gone anywhere in the country and they helped us continue and to maintain it and, um, each of them just had came at different times in my coaching career, but nonetheless, they were all of equal importance. Um, Coach Mulkey, congratulations on this. Um, I had two questions. The first is um, I went back the last week and reread your book, Won't Back Down, about especially all the details of you leaving Louisiana Tech and how hard that was for you. When you reflect on this, have, have you ever stopped to think about what would have happened if you had not made that decision. And then my second question is, 
you're still at the top of your game. You had a, you know, a number one seeded team. Um, you're going in the hall of fame, but you're still right there at the top. Do you, do you feel like you're going to be doing this a while longer or how, how much have you thought about, you know, how long you, you want to keep coaching? Um, Michelle, um, as far as the book, you need to get some of these guys to read the book, Michelle. Uh, they probably don't even know what you're talking about. But, yes, I wrote that book after the 2005 championship with Peter May, who actually has been texting me all morning. And Peter May, for those of you who don't know, is a retired sports writer for the Boston Globe. His wife won a – was it a Pulitzer Prize? I think she did a story on uh, the guy uh, for Nebraska that got into the trouble. And um, he talked me into doing that book. And in that book, um, as y'all all know me, I'm pretty detailed, pretty honest uh, on everything that I say. Sometimes it hurts people's feelings, but it's it's real. Michelle, as far as me being at Baylor, I do think about that. Not often, but there are things that come back to me because of my relationship with people in Louisiana and that being my home state. And that is, thank God for unanswered prayers. Um, because I would never have known that there were power five conferences out there financially. I would never have made the money that I make now, the resources and the things that we have at Baylor university, uh, because I would not have known it. Um, I kind of give the analogy that, um, uh, you don't know what wine tastes like if you've never tasted it. So you'll keep drinking Cokes and water. And I would never have known um, the big power five resources had I stayed at Louisiana Tech. Now, with that being said, I could have stayed there and been happy. I was happy uh, for 19 years of my life. It was the greatest of times in the early 80s when I was a player there. And it was the greatest of times those 15 years that I was an assistant and associate head coach. But principle is something that I think a lot of people sacrifice in this day and time and I just couldn't sacrifice the principle of all I wanted was a five-year contract I didn't want more money there was not more money to give me at Louisiana Tech it was just security it was following in the footsteps of a legend in Leon Barmore I had 15 years in the retirement system there and the principle of if I'm not worthy after 19 years of my life at one place showing my loyalty, then really this, this is probably what you're trying to tell me. It's time to move on. And that's what I did. Why Baylor? It happened to be the athletic director at Baylor who was on the phone at the time. And Tom Stanton, who has also texted me all morning, gets as much credit for this as anybody because he could have gone and hired any established head coach and he chose me. And, um, I didn't get to work for him very long. Uh, he, he was caught in the, the men's basketball uh, problem, and, um, but yet he, he stays in contact with me. So that pretty much sums up the book part. Now, what was your second question? How much longer, Michelle? You know, I think coaches will tell you, I've been doing this since I was 23 years old. You can see the wrinkles and the gray hair. I didn't have all that when I got here, but – 35 years is a long time, and yet I still consider myself young. I'm only 57 years old. I think my health dictates a lot of how much longer I will do it, and certainly if I am continuing to be competitive, you want to do it. 
I'm not going to be one of these lifers who sits around daring an athletic director to fire you when I'm not getting the job done. And we have a lot of coaches who are guilty of that, not just in women's basketball, but I think they're fearful of moving on to another life outside of, of their profession. I'm not afraid of that. Um, I, again, probably because I, I didn't want to be a coach. I was talked into it. But I do have a life outside of basketball. I have a grandchild. I have kids. I want to, you know, enjoy it. I don't want to retire and I'm not able to go enjoy and do things. I'm at a place that values women's basketball. And if I ever feel like that they take it for granted and they don't value us anymore, that would also be another reason to get out. Hey, Coach, congratulations. Um, on, during your ESPN interview earlier, they asked you who you would want at the podium with you. And the first name you mentioned was your coach, Leon Barmore. It's very clear he means a lot to you and it had a heavy influence on you. Why was he the first name that came to your mind when you were asked that? Well, certainly I could have said Sanja Hogue, Leon Barmore, people who, who basically were my coaches. Uh, why Leon? Because he uh, is in the Naismith Hall of Fame himself. He basically taught me the game of basketball at an elite level when I left high school. Now we, you know, won four state championships in high school and I thought I knew everything and I really didn't know anything other than I was better than everybody else and we could win. Uh, He just taught me the, the X's and O's and the details of the game. He came to Baylor for three years and um, helped me, uh, get to another final four and uh, we stay in contact with each other. Uh, so that was the first name that popped up uh, in my head uh, because he's been there, done that, and he knows what it's all about. But I also know for me to think I would get Leon Barmore on an airplane to fly that far from Louisiana, uh-uh, I don't think it'll happen. So that's why I said it'll probably be my kids, Kramer and McKenzie. Kim, a year ago today, uh, we were in Tampa, and you guys are getting ready on this Saturday for the championship game. Uh, have you thought at all today, uh, kind of a two-party here, have you thought at all about what it would be like to again be preparing for a championship and get this news? And then also, do you feel like that third title last year maybe put you over the top in terms of this uh, induction? Uh, I have thought about the Final Four. Uh, in fact, I thought about it uh, last night and made a comment to um, – made a comment to um, our family and I said, you know what we would be doing right now? Um, we, we would be playing. And um, then today, uh, Chad, I haven't thought about it much, but what had we won and been there last night, um, I was going to have to fly to Atlanta today or this morning because uh, that's where they do the announcement at the men's final four and uh, then fly back to New Orleans, had, you know, had we won and we were going to be playing for the championship tomorrow. So those plans were, you know, you, you, you plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built his ark. So we kind of talked about that um, if I was fortunate enough to be selected. Um, what was the second part of your question? Do you, do you feel like the third championship last year uh, kind of helped put you over the top for the Hall of Fame? Chad, I wouldn't have any idea. I would not think that. Um, There are people in the Hall of Fame that have never won a national championship. There are many of those. Uh, Certainly, um, you know, none of us know who the people are that select it. Um, 
I, I, I would not think that winning another championship was the magical number. I, I hope not because, um, you know, it's hard enough to win one and there's many people in there that have never won any. It might have, it might have made it quicker. I don't know. Um, but, uh, guys, getting selected is the ultimate honor to this Hall of Fame. There is nothing any bigger than Naismith. But I didn't sit around and think, what else do I have to do? You don't think like that. You have to remember, I'm, I'm someone that wasn't even going to be a coach. What I would have been thinking about had I not been selected is those kids, getting them back here, and gosh, can we win another Big 12 championship and, and get another shot at this thing? That's what my focus would have been on. That is Kim Mulkey again, a portion of her uh, press conference via Zoom on Saturday after the announcement that she had been selected, one of eight members selected to the Naismith National Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, again, enshrinement ceremonies are set for August 29th in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Coach Mulkey from that press conference. Again, she'll be on uh, live this afternoon with Matt Mosley. 4.30 the scheduled time for that this afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we'll take a break. Back to uh, wrap things up. Look ahead when we come back. We're glad you're with us on this Monday morning. We're brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Amanda would uh, direct you to uh, her Facebook page or just Google Amanda Cunningham to get contact information. She will also uh, uh, get you some testimonials or 254 series of videos. Uh, check out what's happening in the real estate market. Uh, it is essential. And Amanda says they are still safely showing, selling, and listing homes with only three months' worth of inventory. This market is a dual market, meaning it's great for sellers because of demand and great for buyers because of rates. Uh, 38 properties sold already this year. 34 new listings, 36 properties under contract with uh, Amanda Cunningham and Caldwell Banker Apex. Uh, Caldwell Banker Apex is up 41.5% from this time last year. All signs that uh, if you have a need in this area, contact Amanda Cunningham. Again, just Google that. Uh, Google her name, and that will get you to contact information, her Facebook page, plenty more. That's available. Just Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker Apex Realtor. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Hall of Famer Terrell Owens with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And Tio, and you talked about trying to win a championship in Dallas and that you had a core. You felt like that core group that you guys had there, led by Tony Romo, led by you, uh, had an opportunity. You came up a little bit short. When you look at the core that's there now with Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, now they have Mike McCarthy at the helm with the head, as the head coach. How do you look at that core? Do you see them as being a team that could possibly compete for a championship as well? Well, absolutely. And, you know, with any or organization starts from the top and obviously that's already in, in, in place uh, and then from there you start with the head coach and I think that was the I think I think that's where I think Dallas will be able to see things turn the corner and it starts with Mike McCarthy his resume speaks for itself it's one thing like I said to have a lot of talent uh, but when you have talent that's not being pushed and not being coached in the right way and it's turning into results then you need to make a change Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. 
They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6. Saturday 8 to 5. On Saturday, Baylor Lady Bears head coach Kim Mulkey was announced as a member of the 2020 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. On the media conference call following, she talked about her initial reaction to the news when she got the call. The initial reaction when John DeLiva called me, I was very emotional. I really didn't talk. I think he could tell that I was about to cry. And so I stepped outside and it was raining, which made it even worse because it was just kind of, I wanted to celebrate because those are tears of joy. And yet at the same time, I kept thinking about what's going on in our country and our world right now. Coach Mulkey will be a guest today, this afternoon at 4.30 on the Matt Mosley Show. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. For this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Appreciate Q in the studio making things work for us. Appreciate you being with us uh, and uh, appreciate uh, uh, Baylor student athletes. Today is uh, hashtag National Student Athlete Day and uh, comes under rather unusual circumstances. We've never had a National Student Athlete Day like this one in the past. But, Q, a good time to uh, recognize our student athletes at Baylor and those around the country and what they're going through. You know, we're all going through uh, things uh, that we've never gone through, but for these student athletes, uh, a lot of whom, you know, would be in the middle of their season right now, baseball and softball and track and field and golf and tennis, you know, they'd be in the middle of their season or headed down the home stretch and uh, had the plug pulled on that. Now, the spring sports student athletes uh, certainly uh, got an extra year of eligibility. They can take that if they would like to, and that's a big plus for them. But then think about, you know, the other student athletes uh, basketball that didn't get to finish out their seasons. And uh, today, Q, uh, today, uh, I, I 
feels very secure in saying I would have ended today and tonight by listening to one shining moment play from CBS as the national championship game would be today in Atlanta for the men. Women's would have been uh, yesterday in uh, in New Orleans. So uh, no uh, national, no Final Four, no NCAA tournament, no national championship game this evening. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy because as, as crazy as it feels for us as far as just being on the radio and talking about sports and not really having games to talk about, I mean, like you mentioned, man, all these athletes were in the middle of playing their games or uh, in, in the case of the, the men's basketball team and the Lady Bears, they were, you know, already tournament bound. You know, they were ready for the tournament and getting involved in that. And just to not have the opportunity, it's one thing to lose and, and just not, you know, not be able to, to win a championship, but not have the opportunity to even compete for it. That's what really hurts. And so, yeah, uh, yeah as much as it bothers us that we're not seeing sports and, and being a part of it, it's got to hurt these student athletes that aren't able to actually compete when they know that's what they'd be doing right now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there you go again. I'll apologize for bringing up things that we <laughs> might have been doing that we could be doing but aren't happening. So I apologize for that. But, uh, man, that's a big one. Would have been the uh, national championship game for men's basketball tonight. Hate to miss that, uh, but not happening this year. Uh, one other basketball note, we heard from Kim Mulkey, the Baylor coach in her 20th year. Uh, the University of Texas made a coaching change over the weekend uh, as Karen Aston, uh, one time, I think she was at Texas for eight years, one time Baylor assistant. She is out at Texas, and they wasted no time at all. They hired Vic Schaefer to be the next women's basketball coach at Texas. Uh, coach Schaefer was uh, for some time at Texas A&M. I can't remember how long he was there as an assistant under Gary Blair and then went off and has had great success at Mississippi State. I mean, he's done a great job there. So it uh, looks like a really good hire by the University of Texas, hiring Vic Schaefer as their new women's basketball head coach. Very good hire right there. And, I mean, every time I hear his name, I just think back to just a couple seasons ago back in uh, Oklahoma City during the during the uh, tournament, during the NCAA tournament when uh, when Mississippi State had that had a had just like a magical run ended up in the national championship game now they didn't win but man they they had a magical run and they knocked down knocked off the lady bears uh, and I, I remember it was a Sunday afternoon and, or the evening, and we were at the game watching, and I just couldn't believe that Mississippi State was on this run, but they were, and they had a heck of a team and uh, you know led by him, and, and he, he's a heck of a coach. So, yeah, Texas got a good one. Yeah, yeah, really good coach there, and uh, that's coaching news from uh, from Texas uh, in Austin over the weekend. Uh, some birthdays to pass along to you. Let me start by going back to yesterday. Of course, we weren't here on a Sunday, but uh, yesterday was uh, Derek Smith's birthday, so happy birthday to Derek a day late and uh, spent it in uh, sheltering in, but happy birthday to Derek a day late uh, yesterday. Brock Otter's birthday was yesterday, uh, Paul Otter's son and I sent Brock a text and uh, said happy birthday to him so Brock's birthday was yesterday uh, Heather Hutchison's birthday was yesterday as well today on the list of uh, luminaries uh, having birthdays today Chris Fuentes it's Chris's birthday today uh, huge huge Baylor fan and a fan of all sports but uh, really see him at basketball because I can look at him right across the court <laughs> and he is always there so uh, uh, you know Chris he has the jersey on, right? And uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. I know him. I've seen him out in the in the streets a few times, but definitely yeah. always, he's always there at the basketball games. He's a real fun fan to be around. Absolutely, man, and he is into it. So happy birthday to Chris today. Uh, it's Brent Edwards' birthday today. It is. Let's see, looking down the list here. 
Somebody else I wanted to mention. Um, oh, it's Dave Burchett's birthday today. Dave uh, has retired but was the director for Rangers broadcast on Fox Sports Southwest for, I think, 37, 38 years and retired after last season. So, uh, And Dave, a very accomplished author as well. He's got, uh, uh, I know, at least two or three books that are out. So happy birthday to uh, Dave Burchett. Uh, his son is uh, Matt Burchett, uh, works at Baylor. So happy birthday to Dave on this day today. And those are just a few uh, of the folks wanted to mention. Hope uh, everybody has uh, everybody mentioned. If I missed you, I apologize. But have a great and safe sheltered-in birthday today. And it was Derek Smith's uh, 40th birthday, and his wife Veronica had big plans. She, you know, <laughs> had all these plans worked up to uh, have a big party, you know, for him, and all of it got squashed. And so there was not much except, I, I think, the two of them and their uh, their pets for the birthday for Derek yesterday. That's all you can do. That's yeah. That's all yeah, you Veronica, can do. Veronica. I don't know if I mentioned this on the air, but Veronica did, uh, uh, you know, go above and beyond as a birthday gift for Derek. So Derek and I share uh, a an appreciation for uh, the the Reds. We're Reds fans. I grew up in Kentucky. Derek grew up in Indiana. And uh, as such, we're both big Marty Brenneman fans. Marty was the Reds broadcaster for 46 years. He's in the Hall of Fame and uh, retired after last season. So how about Veronica? She makes uh, contact with Marty uh, via Instagram, sent him a direct message on Instagram and explained the situation. Derek, big fan, many, many years. His birthday's coming up. Could She asked, could Marty record uh, a message for Derek for his birthday? And Marty says, well, how about you give me the number and I'll just give him a call. <laughs> and, and she says, yeah, that'll work. And so it was one night last week. I uh, can't remember what night it was. <laughs> Derek texts me and says, uh, can I give you a call? I've got some exciting news to share with you. So, I get, you know, we talked and he told me about what Veronica had done. And he had had this 20-minute conversation with Marty Brenneman. Wow. Now, tell me, that's not a great birthday gift that uh, his wife, Veronica, uh, set up for Derek. No, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, really, <laughs> I it, know. that's that's one of those that you you almost don't believe it unless you know it's true. You know, like, no way. That really happened. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, salute to her. She did a great job. I know, I know. That's that's really cool. So, well done, Veronica, and happy birthday, Derek. And uh, uh, you got the call from when when you texted him in a group text yesterday. I said we can't top a phone personal phone call from <laughs> Marty Brenneman, but happy birthday to you. We're going to send you just a plain old text, but uh, pretty cool for Derek uh, that he got to have that conversation with Marty Brenneman last week. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, all right, we're going to move out of here. Q, uh, what do you guys have coming up between 12 and 3 today? Well, we're going to kind of talk about uh, Kim Mulkey being in, inducted into the Hall of Fame in multiple different ways. We'll have Michelle Vopel on from ESPN.com. She, uh, she's a writer. She was also on that media that media call uh, that, that we played a little bit earlier, and she's going to talk about not only Kim but the, the hire at Texas that we were just talking about. And then a couple of former Lady Bears. We're going to have Nina Davis at 1.30, and then at 2 p.m. we're going to have Kalani Brown. So they'll both talk and share their Kim Mulkey thoughts and, and and, uh, you know, just her being inducted into the Hall of Fame and what that means to, to them. And so I, I think that that'll be a lot of fun. And then at 2.30, we'll continue with our ESPN Central Texas NFL Mock Draft 2020. And we'll be talking with the Arizona Cardinals, Alex Clancy. He actually is on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. He'll be talking Arizona Cardinals and making the pick at number eight. 
Very good. So that's coming up between uh, noon and 3 today. Matt Mosley, 3 to 6. And he'll have Coach Mulkey on at 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, and uh, I think Ron Roberts, right, is on today also? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 5 o'clock today is Ron Roberts uh, on with Matt Mosley, the new defensive coordinator at Baylor. Uh, and uh, and keep that football staff in your, uh, in your thoughts and prayers also. I mean, they're going through this just like everybody is. But I understand that four of the coaches are are sort of not trapped in Louisiana, but they're they're in Louisiana, and if they come back across the border here to Texas, uh, what is it? You have to self quarantine for yeah. fourteen days. Is right. that right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Exactly. Yeah. So four of those coaches uh, are or were in in Louisiana, and uh, they're just sort of there uh, for an in, undetermined amount of time. Uh, knowing that when they come back here, come back to Texas, they're going to have to go into self-quarantine for 14 days. So it's a little bit of what's going on there. Hope you enjoyed hearing from uh, Coach Kim Mulkey, her press conference from Saturday. Congratulations again to the Baylor coach uh, being selected to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Appreciate you being with us this morning. Q, thank you very much. Couldn't do it without you. Literally, could not do it without you. So thank you very much. Q and Ward and Stephen are back at noon. Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox at 3. Appreciate you tuning in here on ESPN Central Texas. Be safe. I'm a jelly bean. That's what Nina called me, jelly bean. On the outside, tough, but mushy on the inside. And the Bears sweep through the SEC field here in Houston. They hold on for a...